Hello, wrestling fans. Quint Charisma. Hey, that's me. Tonight, I'm with Jeremiah Blanket. Yo again, everybody. Jeremiah Blanket and Quint Charisma. Once again, we are smack dab long ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. I am unfappable, Quentin. You cannot get me. Last week, he said I strung it out too much, so this week, <laughs> I sped it up. <laughs> you, you almost got me. You, you almost got me. How are you doing this week? Uh, hanging in there. Hurting. Knees are killing me. But besides that, I guess I'm, I'm all right. I'm better than most. Good Lord bless me by waking up this morning. So I shouldn't complain about it, about just some old knees hurting. So you know how it is. <laughs> I, I do. I've been uh, been rehabbing a knee for the past three months. Mm. So, yeah, I know I know how it is. But, uh, you know, in my, in my case, mine's starting, starting to get better. Uh God, I had not break up a whole bunch of old scar tissue, though. It's not fun. All them years not wearing knee pads come back to haunt you, huh? I, wore, I didn't wear knee pads for like six months. <laughs> well, that's six months. That's, that's six years off your lifespan of your knees. <laughs> Le- legitimately, uh, when when Has- <laughs> when Haskins and I thought about that and we're like, it looks really good. You know what I mean? So we took the knee pads off. The first thing I did, the first match we did it, because I wasn't thinking. I don't have knee pads on him. Snap married somebody and dropped a big knee on him and immediately <laughs> tagged out. That tagged hurt out. so bad. Mm. So bad. Mm. Now it, we forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, and that lasted about six months. Drew kept going without knee pads. Going without so he'd knee get pads. the trace knee pads and wear them real low. I brought them back. I I had to. I was hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say the old timers did it, man. They did a lot less. But still, though, you had some that worked 30 years without them. You know, and yeah. they did less that still would add up, you know, after yeah, a while. I mean, uh, eventually it would, but I mean, you can't compare yeah. the style nowadays to the style back then. No, 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 no. I'm not comparing the styles. I'm just, you know, after all those years, of it have to build up for, you know, that's why I'm her broke down too. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are knee, knee replacements, hip replacements and all that stuff, but yeah. But yeah, that's beside the point. So you're, so you're rehabbing your knee, so everything's, everything's looking good. I'm ready to get in this match here. This yeah, be well, good. We, we were talking about the, the styles of today and the old timers. This is kind of the transition period where things started picking up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be one of the longer matches we watch. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if we get if we have the attention span for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, and you know, some about the, the words start changing. This, okay, this was what, 92? Yes. So stuff started changing a little bit in New Japan. Uh, New Japan. The, all Japan that too time too, you know, the younger and you know, these younger guys. So it's starting their their style's changing up a little bit too. Yeah, the uh, I believe the Masawa match that we watched with uh with Jumbo, I believe that was 90, 91, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh that that's kind of looked that, at as the time the style began going to what everyone knows as King's Road or a more oh I'm I can't remember what they called this style, but a more faster paced version of King's yeah. Road around this time. Because yeah. you know, King's Road was very much the NWA style with a packed back end. You know what I mean? It was very much an NWA style. And then at the end, they're hitting bigger moves than they ever tried yeah. to do in the NWA. Yeah. But it, it started a little, a little bit of strong style influence, I think, started coming in in the, uh, in the early 90s. Not as much as New Japan, who was experimenting no, with no. having shoot fighters wrestle their wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of lost the, themselves. Uh, what was the what was that UWF UWFI back? Uh, the, the work shoot company. 
Yeah, didn't they have that one? Didn't it have? Didn't uh, it was like what mid to late eighties, and then they re they brought it back as UWF in the nineties. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and then yeah, so, yeah, New Japan and uh, Noki fell in love with that stuff, and basically about put his stuff out of business. Yeah, oh, big time. New Japan the nine, in the really two thousands. Yeah, they had some really bad uh, times in the yeah. in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, because he. He was he was a mark for that stuff, man. And it just you know, and people had been fans of New Japan all those years. It wasn't New Japan wrestling, the one what they were accustomed to seeing. So it, so I don't know. He, he liked it, but uh, yeah, it was this. It, it you know, this was really you know that time period. Like I said, it was you know, like you said, you're you know, like Jumbo. He's pretty much this is his winded down and uh, Tenru. Hey, was he gone. still there? He left. No, he's he, gone. Okay, because I can't remember when he. Misawa went. Did he leave and come back? Misawa wouldn't have got the push he got if Tenru leaving. Okay, because they were going. Okay. I remember he left, but then he. Okay, I, I saw all that stuff. I saw I don't know a lot about. It. I just bits and pieces. I know. I'm trying to remember. So, so he left, and like I said, so Choshu was gone too by then, wasn't he? Should have been because when he's starting up, he, he's one of those that started when them. Up, up, uh, startup companies yeah. somewhere, didn't he? Early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Was he a part of War? So basically, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was War. So, which that so was basically your old guards. Yeah. So basically, your old your old guard with the old style is on. You know, is winding down, and you got these are all the new style, the new guys. Yeah. You know, but you still got like Vader and Hanson and you know and Williams and Gordy. You know, still women just beating us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but so this is so, but these are four guys that's bringing in that new that new style into the all Japan. So that should be really good. Yeah. So uh, hold on, I gotta. Yeah. So we're doing something a little different. Is my uh, my uh, connection or something? Feed, it keeps, yeah, it keeps feet uh, free. It like skips and freezes up. So I'm actually gonna watch it on my TV. Like if if. Like the listeners are doing, everybody is actually watching along with this. So I'm actually watching along with a watch along. So, so I can actually watch it uh, without asking. Every time I smoke, last couple of weeks, every time I move, I had to ask, was that a something? If you hear me say, was that a uh, whatever? Because my screen was just, it was just, it was, uh, I don't know what's the technical word for it. Lagging. Not freezing so you up. started getting behind. Yeah, it was, like it was lagging. Yeah, it skipped. Yeah, so so I'm gonna actually watch it on my on my TV. So hopefully it'll work out better for me. So all right. Well, we hope everybody's at the triple zeros. You got the triple zeros over there at home. Yep. All right. When I say play, in three, two, one, play. All right. And this all is right. from May 25th, 1992. Um, I don't know the name of the arena. I do know, however, wherever they're at is uh, Kikuchi's hometown. Okay, I was looking. It looks different because it's got that big wall right there on the side. It's, yeah, it's it's a big. Yes, it's a little different from you know most of the places you see. But actually, I think I have seen this arena though before. Yeah, this place is packed I, too. I was like, I was looking. I was like, I was trying to see where he was at coming through. Can't even see him. Good yeah. grief! Look for the shirtless guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because he well sometimes he wore a jacket, sometimes he didn't. So. Yeah. Kavashi and the trademark orange. Yeah, I like his orange. Yeah, I love old uh, dude's rising sun uh, trunks. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. we talked about this guy. He was uh, considered a uh, you know light heavyweight for all Japan, but look at him. He's, he's nowadays he's like a he's a, he's a heavyweight, definitely. You know. Yeah, he's probably two fifteen, two twenty. He's not very tall, but he's thick. Yeah, but nowadays he would not be a lightweight cruiserweight, whatever, whatever what you want to call it. You know. Yeah, we got a got everybody clapping. I don't know. I'm assuming they're clapping for Kobashi and Kikuchi. It's probably Kikuchi being his hometown. I don't know. No, that should be the music for Furnace and Furnace and Profit. I'm pretty sure. At Font, yes. They're, I'm sure they're going to be heels if this is the old boy's hometown. But, you know, they they respect. No, look, they're over, dude. Yeah. I tell you, it's they, that respect thing over there. Yeah, they're the tag champions. Yeah, it's that respect thing. Even though it's uh, Kikuchi's hometown, yeah, they're still, they get pops. Look at the back of the trunk, the, the lightning bolt. Was it? Yep, I love it. Oh, yep. Is that, is that uh, buckle belts? A lot of them old Japan belts were buckles. I, I have to see again. Yeah, Kikuchi is short. No, they're snaps. Snaps, okay. No, that's... Well, is it a buckle? Uh, no, it, it, maybe it's Velcro. I don't know what that... Hold on. No, it's little clips. Oh, okay. It's not a buckle with some little hooks. Yeah. Hook and loop, I think what they call it. It's not an actual buckle. It's little two little prongs. They hook in the loops. It's crazy how... Look at the surprising flexibility of Doug Furnace. Did you see him down in the corner? Whoa! Oh, yeah, this kid's over. I can't hear it. People are going nuts, and we don't know. Kabashi's over like Rover. Yeah, Furnace, to be so jacked up, man, he was... He could do backflips and stuff, man. It was amazing. Yeah. He was just down on his knees in the corner and fully bridged back on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah it's amazing how his flexibility for that to be. And this was his best hair. When he had short hair, I think it was in WCW for a, you know, a cup of coffee. It looked, <laughs> it looked terrible and it was kind of poofy and froey. When he has it well, it's still back, poofy and froey, but it's longer, though. I mean, he's pulled back tight pulled into back the tight. Uh, yeah. ponytail and it looks. It's yeah, a, like you had the, Jew, the total Jew fro going. <laughs> Is that racist? Yeah, <laughs> I I mean, maybe like college. <laughs> I'm sorry if I offended somebody. Hey, I think I'm. I got some Jewish in me somewhere. Dan Crawford's knees <laughs> I'm are torn up. Do what? Dan Crawford's got the the double old uh, beige knee braces on. It's like all you could get for knee braces oh. back at that time. Yeah, sure was. Yeah, I see those. Yep. Now I can get a better knee brace than that at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, that's I'm about that's about what like you it. got. That, that's as good as yeah, you can get was, right there. You never saw anybody with it. a uh, you know one with the hard deal in it. Unless you got surgery somewhere, and then you, if you were lucky. Yeah, but you never saw then, anyone wrestling in them. No, no. Oh, some kicks. Oh, he just smacked him right in his ear. <laughs> oh, here we go. Laying them in. Look, look. Oh, here we go. Firing up. Crowds eating it up. Oh yeah, this one. Oh, this one, oh, this one picks up quick. They get oh, the crowd. Man, he is, they get the crowd riled up. Yeah, I think I've powder out too. I think some of them were pretty snug. <laughs> yeah, crowd's going nuts. Look at him. Yeah. Well, that's good because he's he's like I said, the younger of the of those guys coming in. So he's you know, John, he's not going to take you know, you know, intimidation with the slap and all that he's showing, and he's there to you know, he's not no young boy. Ain't taking yeah, well, that crap. And, and he's the junior heavyweight in the match. You know what I mean? So it's showing that yeah. he's gonna he's gonna fight yeah. even harder against the, yeah. the bigger guys. All right, this should be good right here. Kabashi's in. 
funny. Kabashi's still kind of young boy here too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's still re- re- relatively young at this point. But oh, nice little side. Oh, nice little kick and some. Ch- oh, there we go. Is it going? Oh, cuts him off. Ooh. Oh, nice buckle. Oh, <laughs> I just kicked the stew out of him. Did you see a kick? Oh yeah. Oh my right? god. Dan, Dan Crockett knew how to build a baby face. Nice. He's taking a they took a big old bump off that shoulder tackle. Wow. Man, that kick was ruthless. So Crockett was French Canadian, is that right? Uh, I don't really know. I guess. Didn't he start in Calgary? I uh, think. Maybe. I, I don't know a lot about him. I, I know his Japanese I don't either, work. I, just I know always his little bit of work years. in WWF, and then that's it. Oh, nice jumping shoulder tackles. Uh. I think he did some stuff in Calgary, uh, stuff in, was it Puerto Rico, maybe? And then Japan stuff. And then when he came to um, New York, we had that little ECW thing. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know a lot about him either. I just remember seeing his name and stuff. Yeah, no, I know oh, more yeah. about the furnace <laughs> than I do Crawford. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice drop kick. They came off them ropes and just ate it. Man, he's got some nice forearms. Oh, Bam. yeah, he laid, that up, he laid that up in his face, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a headhunter with oh, him, man. Yeah, see, oh, gosh, yeah. He just don't lay it up on their chest, man. He goes all up into their face with it. He ain't. Well, he's got to, because like I said, you know, even though we're looking at him, he don't look small, but to the time period for All Japan, he was small. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got to lay them in. Yeah, he don't he don't go for chest. He goes for the head. And then they hadn't really done a lot of stuff, but they've a lot of good selling, though. Well, they've definitely established who's who in the match from the yeah. get-go. Yeah. A nice side headlock. Hey, there you go. Hey, he didn't have to pull the hair, you know, to hold on the headlock. He just strength. It looks stupid. Even though he's a heel, it looks stupid, you know? No, oh, strongest man. Whew, he just killed that shoulder tackle. Wasn't <laughs> well, that the gimmick at the time? Just his gimmick? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I know at WCW they used to talk about, say it all the time. Most of the back of the head look good. Farns got them high cut trunks on the sides, don't he? <laughs> mm. Yeah, they are high cut. Yeah. I was like, he's he gonna get more too. He's he gonna fire up. There he goes. Oh man, his forearm man are tremendous. Oh, was that like a spine buster Alabama slam mix kind of? He just gotta pick them up, cut them off, and slam them out to stop hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, kick. No. Yeah. Oh, he wrapped it around his head, right in the mush. Oh, blocked that suplex. I thought he was going to snap it. He's, oh, look at the people popping on the snap suplex. Yeah, man. It's it's yeah. insane how over Kikuchi is in this match. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he just broke his jaw. <laughs> oh, what a kick. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he tags. Ooh, chop. Here comes the chops. Big flying shoulder tackle. What we got here? Big flying leg drop. Yeah, I wish the whole, uh, all these things they're getting to Japan. The actual crowd is going nuts on the little, every little thing they're doing. What's he doing? Putting the elbow in or form into his forehead there, his nose? Oh, comes down forehead. the forehead of the elbow. Forehead. Slowing it down now. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's They're pacing it well. Wait till you see the back end. I can imagine. It's probably just, yeah. Oh, that was nice. Oh, kicked it. He made him and kicked him. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I like the second one. Ooh. Oh, nice kicks. No knee, no kick pads either. It was like, it was like, oh, he just, oh, he took his head off, didn't he? 
Yeah, it did. Spinning back kick, man. Oh, my gosh. No one throws a wheel that kick was anymore. Awesome. Huh? No one throws a wheel kick anymore. No, they don't. Because you don't have a control. You take somebody's head off. Oh, he just closed on him in the throat. Uh, what's his name? Tyler Breeze was doing it for a while as a finish. Was he? Yeah, but I mean. Oh, he that's... didn't cut. Boom! He cut Furnace off. He just got on him. Kikuchi's back in. Let's see what he's going to get. Double team. This must have been before Kabashi was using the Lariat for a finish. Probably. And uh, all the Kikuchi stuff is solid, man. Working that lower back. Uh, that didn't look too good. But <laughs> everything else has been spot on. <laughs> I think he said, screw your clothesline. <laughs> I think all that was called was clothesline. And Kikuchi goes, oh, I'm throwing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you're no. eating it. <laughs> Yeah, he threw it up and just he threw one up and it didn't do nothing. He just he ate furnaces. His foot underneath the rope or oh he grabbed it. Okay. Can't tell from that camera angle. I like his furnace is starting to get a little frustrated that he he not he ain't pinning the younger. Oh, nice. Here goes the press slam. Oh, he's got a whole sack on that one, didn't he? Yeah. Ugh. Oh! Oh, he slammed over the top. Wow. Just dropped him over the top rope. Dang. Uh oh. Now it's guardrail time. No? Oh, he's on that little, them little announcer tables, man. They don't break. They look tiny, but they do not break, will they? Not at all, no. They bend, but they don't break. <laughs> man, Farnes is selling his jaw. He must have got either he's selling or some one of those forearms actually tatered him pretty good. Pretty good selling from the, from Kikuchi because he's took bit. I mean, he just basically got killed. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, oh. Was that Doomsday device into uh, – it was like a, it was a heart attack from the top rope. Yeah, heart attack. Into a jackknife pin. That's yeah, a heart attack. That's right. Yeah, that that was, it, it was the Memphis Tag Team TV finish, remember? Everyone did that. Oh, uh, huh? Everyone was doing a version of a heart attack when we were watching Memphis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In 87, sure was, wasn't it? Yeah, they just did the Ooh. RPMs finish. Yeah, RPMs, yeah. Man, he slammed in hard on that one. Uh-oh, what we got here? Boston Crab. Oh, he is. Oh, oh, he is sick. Is this one fall or two out of three? I believe one. One. It is oh, one. my gosh. Man, he's got him bent like a scorpion, ain't he? Oh, he's fighting out of it. Now he's in the rope. Look at the people cheering for a rope break. Yeah, man, they're they're super oh, invested. Nice snap. He's going for an, Oh, another nice snap suplex. Dang. Going for three. Oh, man, that looked good. Oh, damn. He ain't wrapped up in the cover. It's yeah, that, that's, that, like, that's what's a shame about us not knowing a lot about Dan Crawford is he's really good. Oh, yes. Oh, nice suplex. Oh, but he, oh, he's in, he, oh, he grabbed the hair. Oh, it's such a hill move over there. Tell you, it, it's like it's they're blasting this young kid, but they can't they can't put him down. Oh, nice tilt to whirl. Yeah. Furnace look. See, Furnace is starting to get mad. They're hitting this kid with everything and they can't beat him. He's starting to show frustration. Right there is how you right know this is a good match because you know the story of it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There's – oh, oh, man. Look how much – they've both, both been him big time on these crap. Oh, oh, he just kicked him two times. He's still holding on to it. Here goes one in the face. Another one. No. Oh, big old slap to the ear. Look at the people that are eating it up. Yeah, switch out. Might as well. Both of those Boston Crabs, man, were brutal. That was way before its time. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you call it. That little 
running fireman's carry gimmick thing. Yeah, I, I, I always called it the Finley roll because that's the first person I ever yeah. saw do it. Yeah, he's first one. Oh, look at man, now you're just bending this kid. Over. Oh my gosh, that bow and arrow stretch this, I love so much. Man, this is awesome. Man, look at that. He is just rent torquing that. Oh, working on that back. Oh man, this is good. Oh, look at this. There he goes. Oh. Yeah, now we get a little yep. now we get a bow and arrow surfboard. Oh man, they have killed this boy's back. Oh, here comes Kabashi's. Oh, leg dropped him. That was awesome. Gee, I thought he was gonna kick him. He actually leg dropped him. They switch out. The furnace is showing more frustration than Crawford is about not being able to Woo! Oh yeah, them forearms are Oh, there it is. Bam. Comes a hot tag. Here it goes. Oh, Oh, he is kicking the fire out of him, ain't he? Oh, super kick Big out. slam. Super kick out. Big slam. Here comes some chops. Oh, need to the back. Oh, there they go. Clubbering. <laughs> He's getting to clubbering, wasn't he? They clubbering. Oh, duck they clubbering. Double. Oh, look at him going nuts over a double clothesline. <laughs> they are eating this up. Oh, listen. There it is. Oh, that looked good. One, two. Whoa. They got the people right now, don't they? Oh, yeah. They got them in They're their hands. Anything, anything can be the finish, and they're up for it. Yep, yep. Boom. Maybe some big tens. Oh, what? Nope. What the, the? the DDT gimmick. DDT gimmick. Okay. Oh, there's a Look, he's filling it up. Look at him. <laughs> oh, gee. that was a clothesline. Good God. He goes. Took his. He took his head off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, big slam. Oh, he's gonna fly. Oh, dude, he ate them knees, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't they baby that. Yeah, Crawford, man, he was really good. Yeah, that's a shame that they didn't get no good run up in New York. Oh, hot tag and insecurity. Wow, that was sweet. Oh, headbutt, diving headbutt, too. Woo, look at the people. They thought it was it. They thought it was it on the diving headbutt. Oh, what a bridge on the snap suplex. Dang. Yeah, he was nose-touching. Man, man. Oh, big reversal. Oh, gosh. He killed him. Did you see that catch? Oh, he just and they, and they thought the, the young bu- And you thought the Young Bucks were the first people to throw a ton of super kicks in one match. Dude, he just took Kibashi over the top, man. <laughs> there we go. Butterfly underhook. Oh, he's blocking it. Look at the people. He's just blocking it. They're going nuts. Ooh, ooh. Uh-oh. Oh, we got Doomsday Device now. Here's the Doomsday Device. Gosh. Yep, he was a doomsday device now. One, two. He kicked. Look at Furnace. Furnace is mad. He's selling. He's like, he can't believe it. Look at him. Oh, Crawford's put his fist. <laughs> Palm. Uh, is whatever that is in his, his hand. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're mad. Look, they can't believe it. Boom, he gets Kabashi. Yeah, Furnace was really sick. He can't believe Oh, uh-oh, what we got here? The Cobra. Got the, the dreaded Shinanamaki. Yep. Yeah, I like that you sent me there. That was awesome. Oh, he's supposed to give he's supposed to give Furnace a wedgie over there. <laughs> Man, he is just yanking him around. Oh, here he comes. Oh, broke it up. Man, he was ragdolling him with that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. No, he just slung him into the ropes. He sure did. Yeah, that was, I was like, I don't think he botched one to go out. <laughs> now they're on the floor. Oh, oh, DT Furnace on the floor. Did you see that? I, did, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't see it? I was watching what was going on in the ring. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. They're going to get him. Whoa. They're going to get him the Doomsday device. 
Now the drop kick one. Oh, here we go. Is this the finish? Uh-oh, what's he going to do? Backflipping on it. Oh, my gosh. One, two. He kicked that. Oh, wow. Hey, I told you, this hey, back end, you. man. Holy smoke. Everybody in that building thought that was it. I thought it was it. Dang. There's nobody. Oh, there's nobody sitting down. Well, now there are now. But after that, after cutting back off, but everybody was standing. Wow. Yeah, everybody thought that was they were going home on that. Oh, here we go. Frankensteiner. Wow. Oh, there comes your coach. Oh, broke it up with a diving headbutt. Bloop. <laughs> Rolls out. He just pushed around. <laughs> Get out of the way, ref. <laughs> oh, man. This is good. Look at people are chanting something. I guess Kibashi, probably chanting Kibashi. They are chanting oh, Kibashi. Did I just did the, yeah. did the sound. I, I figured it was. Ooh, big boot. Oh, <laughs> and you have to eat mine. Just saying, oh, nice. that is the fifth super kick. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Can't give the Young Bucks no more crap. This is 1996. I, young Bucks don't look like these super kicks. There we go. Moonsault. Oh, he cuts him off. Oh, he cuts him off. This is good. There he goes. Moonsault. Nobody hit his butt. <laughs> and that was Kabachi's big finish back then. Okay, Coochie just wailing on. He's taking it to furnace on the floor. Whoa, what the crap? Wow. Into a bridge. Holy smokes. What do you call that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know exactly what it's called. Um, I do know, like, that's what uh, Pillman and Liger did on the first Nitro for them. It was a little smoother. Is that a but... sunset flip? Yep. Oh, oh, he's on his feet. Oh, he blocked it. Oh, nice little sequence. Here we go. Oh, that's got to be it. He kicked out. Look at the people. They're like, oh, piss. <laughs> They're still laid out on the floor over here. Man, the people are, they got their money's worth on this match. There he goes, going for the moonsault again. Nice. Sure, that's it. Three. Yep, there it is. Wow. So they went over for the straps. Look at the yep. people going eight crap. Yeah, and on their feet and just. Look at it. This is, man, those people are going nuts. Where's Kikuchi? He's still on the floor selling. Here he comes in. <laughs> so, so th this is my one complaint on this match. Knowing that it's what? his hometown. The one thing that would have made that finish even more if Kikuchi got the – The thing is, though – Oh, I understand Japan's a thing of hierarchies and tiers. Yeah. But, God, the yeah. pop, the babyface pop. Oh, the place where – yeah. If they went nuts on that, just think what they would have did if he would have got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get a cup, too? Oh, those are my old belts. Look at them things. They're beautiful. I love yeah, them. Those are – yeah, it's a big – some kind of – they want some big cup. I like that cup. Wow. And I was complaining about this on the internet. They're hugging after. They hug. I didn't think they hugged. They kind of they, pat him on the shoulder. They put, no, he didn't hug. Still. He's putting the baby. Now, now the heel's congratulating them. And it's different over there. Look. Look at that. It shows you he's a he's a cruiser or lightweight. Look at the belt barely hold. See that? Yeah. Only or whoever, the or whoever put his on didn't put it on tight enough. They're ribbing him. <laughs> or they did it to make it to – because they – that whole thing of him being a, a smaller guy. Yeah, Just, you know, man, that match was good. That's what's going with that big, the big trophy was the big trophy cup. So they do, they do that a lot, or did that a lot over in all Japan. I don't know if like the trophies actually meant anything. It's like, and here's another award. Well, they got that one, that big, huge, like the big globe, them things sticking out the top of it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that, they, oh, was that the giant tag league or? I think so, yeah. Or World's Strongest Tag League or whatever it's called. Whatever one, yeah, one of those things, I think. What was it? They both got a trophy, so it must be a belt and a trophy goes with it. 
Oh, that's the all Asian tag belts. Yeah. So I don't know what the trophy like. His belt's falling off. They're about <laughs> to go to the gimmick table and make a million dollars, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Baba fixed to make a million dollars. <laughs> wow. Those boys were taken care of well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They always, they said Bob always paid good. Americans and his own, his own uh, boys. All right. That's it. Yeah, man. So uh, I don't have to ask if you liked it. I can tell from your reaction you did. Uh, <laughs> I, I love I loved that tag match. That was good, man. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely love that tag match. Um, it's one of those you need to list, uh, watch with the uh, sound on because that crowd, I mean, you, you, oh, and they kick out. You know? Yeah, I know. Like, it was oh, such a roller coaster with such a loaded yeah. back end like that. I doubt that match was main event on the card. It may have been, but. Usually it was a singles match in main event. Well, yeah. I don't know if that was uh, just a quote unquote house show. Then, like, mm. I don't know, because you know they do a lot so of tags in those. Kind of results for it. Yeah. Uh, what, what was that? Five twenty-five. Let me see. I think it was five twenty-five and ninety-two. I guess what it was. But like, if that match wasn't the main event, oh no, this is a big show. Uh, this was day eight of the Superpower Series ninety-two. Mm. Good luck following that, boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, that, if it if it wasn't the main event, <laughs> yeah. Good luck following it. <laughs> wow, that was man. That was in with take out all the uh, stuff at the beginning and the end. They went with about twenty five minutes. Yeah, I, I say that's yeah, about I right. Now, wow, man, everything was snug, laid in. A lot of it was just downright stiff. <laughs> Some of those kicks and that one close <laughs> furnace gave up Kabashi, man. Gosh, that was brutal. <laughs> All right. So this was from the, the Sendai uh, Miyagi Ken Sports Center. Uh let's trying to see. It, it was it, it was wasn't. not it was not the main event. Yeah, I was I bet it wasn't. Uh looks like uh, Misawa and Kawada versus the Patriot and Johnny Smith followed it. Mm. And, and then on top was Jumbo Saruta, Kirokawe, and Yoshinari Ogawa versus Terry Gordy, Steve Williams, and Richard Slinger. I am not going to comment on that last name. You know that is, don't you? Who? It's Terry Gordy's nephew. Old Dick Slinger is? Yeah, Richard Slinger. Yeah. Old Dick Slinger. Huh? Okay. Slinger, it's, uh, his last name's, uh, I guess, A, it's not. I think it started like I think it's Absslinger or something like that. There's an A at the beginning of it, and they just they dropped it for Richard. Had old Dick Slinger. Yeah, it's Terry Gordy's nephew. That, I think, it's that, nephew. I think yeah. that was a rib yeah. name for Terry Gordy. Yeah, I'm sure because like I said, I, his name it's, hey, it's hey, Slinger, hey, Uncle, but it's, Uncle Terry. What should my wrestling name be? Oh, <laughs> Dick Slinger. Yeah, because I think because it, it starts with A. It's Slinger. Part of it is Slinger, but I think there's A something in front of it. And yeah, he, I said, yeah, we, we gonna be Dick Slinger. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I ain't gonna say that nothing could follow that because I mean I've been proven wrong by some, you know, and some of those. And but they're going to put on their working shoes times five to to top that one on that card. Yeah, yeah, Dale Wilkes yeah. and Johnny Smith. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Smith, yeah. Dale Wilkes, no. Yeah. Johnny Smith, what, what little bit I've seen. Oh, Johnny Japan Smith stuff, was it, awesome. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it was, it, it, he wasn't bad at all, man. He could hang in there. 
that's why he stayed over there all the all the time, you know. Yeah. And uh, but, but Dale Wilkes, no. And that's '92, so Dale Wilkes only been working what four years? Yeah. That that wasn't. I don't. There, yeah, that couldn't have. The other guys on the other side, yeah, but Johnny Smith and they would have put somebody else in there besides Wilkes. I would say you might, you know, but mm, yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna touch that one. Yeah, that that's, crowd. That's I think one of my I've seen this building before. Matches. I think I've seen this build before because I remember seeing watching a match with Hanson and he was swinging that cowbell and people were running back and where they come in and out. It's really, uh, 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 I was gonna say shallow, but. Uh, this, the opening is really short. I guess what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 And you see people, like he comes swinging that cab, but you see people running, scattering, and it's like, I mean, he, he was only like about to hit the top of it, you know? And he's, you know, what's he, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, maybe? Single boy, yeah. Handsome. Single boy, yeah. So, yeah, so that's not very, that's not a little walk, that little overhang is, is really, is, it's not tall at all. I, I think that's the same building unless they're, a lot of their buildings up there look the same. I don't know, but it's what it look, looks like the same building I've seen a Hanson match in. He was swinging that big cowbell rope, and the people were scattering, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of like those ones you watch with the old matches with uh, Brody over there, swinging that chain, man. They're yeah, just waiting to see a fan get taken out. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. I mean, that place was going nuts from the very get because they could barely get down the aisle. Uh, Kibosh and Kikuchi. They just having trouble getting down the aisle. Then Furnace and Crawford was over too. Not like the other, them, but yeah, they were coming down now. They were that's that whole respect thing. But then they they got a little hillish during the match. So oh, from the get go, so that it was that, that spot with the repeated forearms was yeah seconds in after the bell rang. Yeah, but that was everything on that was really good. Uh, yeah, Kikuchi, he's everything he did was really solid, and uh, and he hadn't been working that long. If it's a 92, so he probably went much out of his young boy status in 92. He went along much at all out of it. So, yeah, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, Let's see. He's, the he people. started in 88. So he's only four years in. So Yeah. And, you know, they don't get nothing the first couple of years when they're young boys. I mean. Oh, yeah. They, they literally have a handful of moves that yeah. they're allowed to do. So. So he's really got a couple of years of actually really getting in there, getting to do a lot of stuff. That was good. People, people behind him. You know, he sold good. He he didn't die. You know, when he was selling, even though they were good. Gosh, those Boston crabs are ruthless, man. You yep. know. Yep. And that's everything. You know, and he didn't die. You know, he would he would sell the moves and then he would take a little bit, he'd fire up a little bit, and they'd cut him off. You know, uh, so he didn't die on them. And uh, yeah, that was really good. They didn't sell more. They did sell a lot of his stuff. They sold more of Kabashi stuff. And I got that's a whole that I think that little the lighter weight guy mentality. You know, they sold a lot of his stuff, but you know, like the kicks and stuff. But some of the stuff, like the clothes on in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. clothes on him and furnishes ate him up with his. You know, but um, that was really good. Um, if anybody hadn't ever watched Kikuchi, that's a good match to start with right there. Yeah, that that, yeah. that matches how I got introduced to Kikuchi. Like I, I've, I've seen, seen him, but I hadn't really paid attention to his work. And yeah. then I watched that match, and I remember watching that match and going, "Hey, that's that guy Quentin always talks about in the Rising Sun type." And then I watched yeah. that match, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this dude's yeah, awesome!" I saw him later on, '94 uh, maybe '95 or something, a few matches. Uh, you know, so I knew he, you know, I knew he was, 
you know, he was really good. Like I said, he was smaller than the, the other guy. I mean, but like I said, I mean, nowadays he's a heavyweight there. <laughs> that, you know, but at that time, he was smaller of the of those guys. But, man, he was, he was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, he's – like I said, he don't get as much um, fanfare, especially from the, Ameri- from the American fans, uh, because he gets overshadowed because, you know, he went on the four pillars. But he was that next group notch, you know, down, which I, you know, I don't know, like the politics or whatever. And I could, I could see them. They could have put the rocket on him, but they gave it to um, what's his name? Misawa. No, the other kid, the other the guy that the, came out of the pillars, Akiyama. Oh, June Akiyama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put the rocket on him. I could have seen them putting on Kikuchi too. I mean, he was just. I think he was just as good at that time as Akiyama. So, yeah, Akiyama just had a different style. He he incorporated yeah. a little more of that shoot style, and I yeah. think it made him stand yeah, out even more. I guess, but I, I like Kikuchi. He's really so. I, all the matches I see him, it's always solid. I enjoyed that. That was really good. I, I that was very entertaining. That's two good ones in a row we've had. So you told me off so, air. Speaking of videos, that you're having a little difficulty choosing on, on your choice for next week. Yes, I am. Because I don't want to, especially after this, I really don't want to um, end this streak because that's two in a row that we have watched. I'm kind of st- stuck between a hard, uh, hard, <laughs> a rock and a hard place. <laughs> my first choice was, um, this is way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Onita versus Pogo, exploding barbed wire, double hell death match, May 6, 1991. And I was like, that might be too much out of my comfort zone, you know? So I was like, well, you know what? I stumbled across this other one, this other match. But I think it might be a little too long because it is, um, where'd it go? I'll pass, where'd it go? There it is. Harley Race versus Terry Funk, NWA title match, July 1st, 1977 from Houston, Texas. Uh, it's 42 minutes, 54 seconds long, the whole video. So I think that might be too long of a match. That's really up, up to you. Here, here's the thing as far as that goes. If it's good, it doesn't feel that long. Did this match feel 30 minutes? No, that match felt like it's 10. Exactly. So I don't I don't care which one I would be. Have you ever watched this Pogo Onita match? No. I would be Have interested you? just no, I would be interested just to hear your reactions. That's one of my favorite things uh when doing this. And I've said that on anyone <laughs> who's asked us about the podcast since we've been doing it live is hearing your live reactions to stuff is one of my favorite things in the world. I love doing this, because like, this is, you know, you know I just start trying to get matches I've never seen. It's like, an, or if I have seen, I forgot, you know, what, you know, because I like what it's, it's uh, I like doing it way more, better than, than watching it, taking notes, and then going over the notes. Yeah, because I'm getting, you know, it's, I'm seeing it, and you're getting, you're getting this, everybody's getting to hear, and you actually get to see my reactions on stuff. You know, firsthand, and I think it's better, a lot better. You know. So, what are you leaning towards? Yeah. Leaning? Huh? What are you? Le- which one are you leaning towards? I think I'm going to go out of my comfort zone and go with the death match. Because, <laughs> man, I've not seen many death matches, and I surely haven't. I've only seen one exploding match, and that was the uh, was the Terry Funk Cactus Jack, the one at the finals of the uh, that tournament gimmick yeah, thing. The IWA the King of the Death Match tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only one I've really ever seen um, because I, the truth is the little bit of deathmatch stuff I've seen, I hadn't seen the exploding stuff except for that one. Um, and 
I watched the, some of that the wing stuff. I got a t- uh, back in the tape trader days. I got a tape of wing back in what was it ninety two something like that. And uh, it, they were catching each other on fire and stuff, but they wasn't having explosives and stuff. So, uh, so I think yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Onita versus Mister Pogo, exploding barbed wire, death, hell, whatever match that was. Because <laughs> I like I said, I <laughs> I've only seen that one. That Funk and uh, Cactus Jack one, and they had some explosive, but it wasn't. Oh, I'm sure that's like the yeah, <laughs> look at those scars. But you know what I'm saying? Compared to what just the 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 screen, what what's it? What do they call that? The little screen thing when you it shows you the little picture of it before you click on it to click on what's it called? Uh, thumbnail. You're talking about like you, okay, the little thumbnail's got <laughs> there's just like fire everywhere. <laughs> so I'm like. This is gonna be some. I said it's gonna be out of my comfort zone. I'll save that. I'm. I'll save that Matt Classic of Harley Race Terry Funk uh, from July first, seventy seven. I'll save that for later down the road. So I got it marked on my uh, thing here. Uh, oh gosh, I'm looking at the bottom. Onita and Terry Funk had some kind of barbed wire match with the referee is dressed up like a space alien or something. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at the pictures. Up. All the little pictures on the things. Uh, it is, what is that? It looks like a, it's like a silver suit kind of. I don't know what he, that reference was. But, um, you know, it's crazy how Terry Funk, you know, was such a, a, a great technician. And in his later years, he'd become the, one of the most craziest human beings ever. He didn't act crazy, you know what I'm saying? But he would do crazy, but not Japanese crazy, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the older he got, the more, the more crazy he got, you know. But, yeah, I'm, I'll just put that uh, that race and funk title match from 77. I'll put that in the, on the back burner. We'll go with the Pogo Onita. Yeah, and Pogo, um, I really, when I first saw that, um, the tape of Pogo, the, of that wing tape I had, that's the first time I, I saw anything of Pogo. I saw his name through the years. Uh, you, you, get, you get the after magazines you see in they had like the central states um, uh, ratings and you'd see Mr. Pogo, but I never knew who he was. So that was actually first time on that wing tape from 90. I got it 92. I think it was like 90 or 91 uh, was actually the, the, the matches it was from, but I never saw him. And that was the first time I ever saw it actually what he looked like. And uh, he was in Kansas city territory for central states for a long time. He worked uh, for Goulas, uh back in, was it 78, 79? Uh, he wasn't Mr. Pogo. He was something else. I can't remember what it was. I got all kinds of cl- clippings with him, his name on. I can't remember what it was, but he worked for Goulas a little while. Um, big time in Puerto Rico. He's really big time in Puerto Rico. Um, then you know, in Japan, he was really, especially when that you know the, the all the craziness really started in the late eighties, early nineties. He was right there. But yeah, he worked America a lot. You know, uh, I think him and Muda. Uh, Super Black Ninja, I think they were like the one of the tag team champions in Puerto Rico for a while, I think, for Carlos Cologne, I think. Um, so he actually wrestled for a long time before he got into the, the craziness, you know, kind of like funk, you know, got older and then started doing the crazy stuff. So I always thought Pogo looked like Aja Kong. Yeah, they remind me, yeah, maybe it's her dad. They're, they're built the same and everything. Yeah, it's kind of strange. They look, yeah, they, yeah. You know, it's, I wonder if that's where she got the gimmick from because you know he wore the the face paint and stuff. And, the Ultimate Warrior face paint. Yeah, but I I think he was wearing it in Puerto Rico before 
Ultimate Warrior was. So, yeah, I think he was wearing it. I don't know what it kind of was, but um, I'm wondering if that's where she got that off from. Off from, you know, took Pogo's look and made it to a woman. The, the, I never thought all, about that. All I know about that. Pogo, besides the name and the legend, is I've I've seen Pogo, Pogo and Gypsy Joe go. You know, is I mean? that the one with the chairs and the cage? I believe so. Yeah. Where he's just just cracking Joe in the head with the, the chairs. Yeah. And then Joe takes off Pogo's boot and starts beating of it, and causing an MFC sucker. Yeah. About ten about times right. while he's hitting him, hitting him with Pogo's boot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was on that wing tape I got. Um, yeah, but yeah, he he worked American style forever, and, and like I said, he was over here for a long, long time. He was in uh, Kansas City, Central States there for a long time. Uh, like I said, he worked for he might Gillis might have been his first stop over. And, um, you know, back then they they send guys over to Tojo. You know, you know I mean, the story of Onita, right? huh? You know the story of Onita. Onita was going to be one of the top junior heavyweights in all Japan. His knees, his yeah. knees blew out. His knees got ruined. Yeah, they brought, they sent him and what the other guy's name. Remember, because they had the concession stand brawl with. Uh, yeah, was that Fuchi? Yeah, Fuchi. Yeah, yeah. It's Fuchi and Ada against uh, was it Ricky Morton and was it Eddie Gilbert? Yeah. Yeah, and Tojo was amazing. Tojo started beating up the concession stand uh, guy, guy running his concession and his wife. Tojo, she came over and hit Tojo and he started beating the crap out of her. They, they said he knocked the stew out of that old lady. Um, yeah, that's when Jeff. I goes. I know we're getting off subject. Everybody, oh, Jerry Jarrett's a genius. Yeah, concession stand brawl one. Let's don't do five in two years or whatever. You know. I know for sure they did three. I was I was exaggerated some, but yeah, yeah, was, but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, three for sure though, right? First, okay, the first one was the Dundee Lawler against the Bomb Bombers. The was the second one the Gibsons and somebody. Yes. Or were they the yes. third? They the second, and then. Uh, the Japanese team against Morton and Gilbert. That's three. I think they did. There's one more, wasn't there? I wouldn't. Doubt I want to say there was another doubt. one, but it was just two. It was like three or four in like a two-year period. It just—it's like the whole thing. I didn't understand. He came up with the whole the whole concept. Well, we've probably talked about this before uh, of the scaffold match. And he said he said how he got the idea. He was watching a late night movie, and the guy was over the. And he got kicked off and fell down to the the fire and everything. And so you see where that's where he got the idea from. My thing is, well, then why did you have your first ever scaffold match make it two out of three falls? If the I guy did. fell, he shouldn't have been. Yeah, the first one, him and Don Green, was two out of the, not two out of three falls. Uh, you had to jump off the fall, half the scaffold two consecutive times. And I think he fell off once. And then Al Green fell, I mean, Don Green fell off twice. And the second time they, he said he, they said he broke his wrist and they had to call the match. You killed your scaffold match right there, you know? You should be able to get back up and cr- climb back up after you fall. I mean, it wasn't a real high scaffold. Yeah. But it, it was the first one ever, so they don't realize how it's not that high, you know? Especially the people in the front row looking straight up at it. They don't realize, you know, there's a ring there, so it's cutting off half the fall. But still, you know? That's wild. I, that, that's yeah. another match I, I wouldn't want to do. I would never do one. But my, that's my whole thing is, yeah, he had a lot of – Great ideas. He had some stinkers too. Anyway, how we get on that? Uh, because Onita did some time there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent them over. Yeah, yeah. They sent Tojo because you think, uh, well, Kyo Sato had been in America for gosh at that time ten years at least. Because he was married to Betty Nicola or something like that, uh, a lady wrestler. 
from Kansas City. He was married to her. He was in Kansas City forever. But Godo was green. They brought him over. And then what was the other guy's name? Hilo. Was it Hilo? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Hilo, Hilo. Yeah. Remember, he was really green. They sent him over. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Pogo, he, I think, I think, I'm pretty sure Gillis was his first American stop. If it wasn't his first, it was one of his first. So, um, so it, it should be really good. I'm excited for next week. Uh, just to clarify, that is Atsushi Onita versus Mr. Pogo exploding barbed wire double hell death match from 5 6 1991. <laughs> I'm excited. That's about it. it. I said it's out of my comfort zone. Uh, Last time we're out of my comfort zone, you know. We had a Memphis style All Japan ladies match, but all I think it's gonna get Memphis in this match is probably the fire. <laughs> and that's probably gonna be it. Because <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be a, uh, a lot Onita, of fire. Onita loved his Memphis. That's where he came up with FMW. So Yeah. And just yeah, but then turn it to hundred degree and thousand degrees up, <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Big big time. Definitely turned it up. Yeah. You know, because uh, was that uh I've watched it, but man, I, I don't, the truth, I barely remember the Lawler Mantel barbed wire match. Was it 82? The barbed wire was wrapped around the outside of the ring poles. And they didn't touch, they, well, they never, how many, they touched it maybe three or four times, maybe, if that. Yeah, because it, it was really there to keep them in the ring, is yeah. the whole reason they set up the match. Um, yeah. I actually, in one of our rides, with one of my rides with Dutch, I got to talk to him at length about that. Yeah, because I said, yeah, because I said something about you know I'd never seen the barbed wire wrapped around that. He's like, well, yeah, to keep us inside the ring. He goes, we weren't trying to get cut up from it. So Nita took that and and turned it up a thousand to get cut up with the barbed wire. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the sheep herders were doing the other barbed wire matches too, so I'm sure he saw some of that. Oh yeah, because they were yeah because they yeah there's one to keep. They were going all crazy with it. Yeah. They were, yeah, he, he took a lot of everything and mixed it and turned it, turned yeah. up the temperature, and here you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't, like I said, I hope, I hope it don't bomb because, and they say it's supposed to be one of the most, uh, at that time, now they blow up, everybody's, they blowed up, had 50 million matches over, stuff blown up. But the time they said that was like the big, that was a big deal. A little bit, I read up on it, that was supposed to be a really big deal, um, this match, as far as the, that was like the first time they took it to that level from what I read. So it should be interesting. Should be good. That'd be good. So we've talked the majority you, about You didn't think I had anything, did you? I you didn't, didn't think I had no. this. No, especially when you said <laughs> so, you, you said so about next week. And I'm like, ah, oh, he doesn't have one again. But no, yeah, you got two. I had two on the <laughs> so we talked, this week, did You did. So we talked a lot about wrestling. Uh now we can move on to other things. Uh <laughs> But we, we talked about doing this kind of as a joke, and then it's like, oh, let's, let's try it. So, you know, if, if you don't want to hear us talk about food, maybe not, uh, maybe don't listen now, but I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Quentin sends me a picture of a place he's going to eat, and I kind of think, oh, we got to do the review for this. Um, so <laughs> I happened to try two new places over this past week, too. Uh, so we're going to do a food review portion of the, of the show. Um, Why not? <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want to go last? I'll go last because I got two places that I... Oh, you have two places too? Okay, cool. Well, two places that I went to and, and I got to slam the hotel. They, they're they getting slammed. They need it. <laughs> All right. So we'll, it sounds like we'll keep the negative for last. Uh, 
So, yeah, th- this week uh, we, we tried two new places, me and my fiance. Uh, one was a food truck. Uh, it's the Table of Cuba food truck. Um, they they operate kind of anywhere throughout uh, Middle Tennessee. Um, I do want to give their website. It's thetableofcuba.com. So, fun fact, I've never had a Cuban salmon. Ever in, oh, really? Ever in my life. My, my parents think I'm crazy for it. And they had talked up this food truck, and it was right down the street from the house. Uh, they're having some craft thing out in Las Casas, uh, or I'm sorry, Tater Peeler. And uh, <laughs> and the, the food truck was there. Uh, so I'm going to try this Cuban sandwich. Now, I don't want you to let these prices throw you out. Uh, so the Cuban sandwich, uh, so a Cuban sandwich is roasted pork, sliced ham, Swiss cheese, mustard, pickles on Cuban bread, served with a choice of side. I went with black beans and rice. Uh, it was all delicious. Um, and I also got a, a Cuban cafe. Uh, I don't do sugar in my coffee, so I wasn't super crazy about it. But I'll say this, that stuff is highly caffeinated. And I was buzzing for the rest of it. Um, so the, the Cuban sandwich on the side is $13. Now that sounds like a lot for a sandwich. That sandwich weighed every bit of three pounds. Oh, yeah, it's a big boy. Um, they have another sandwich on there uh, that my stepdad was talking to me about getting, but I'm like, I need to try a Cuban first before I do other things. They have another sandwich on the menu called a Hog Wild, <laughs> um, and it it's every bit of probably four or five. Pounds. Oh and my gosh! It, it's uh, twelve ounces of five different pork: sliced pork, sliced ham, roasted pork, bacon, salami, Swiss cheese, uh, creamy mojo sauce with a choice of side. But that thing! Holy is, smokes! Yeah. Um, but so I did the, like I said, I did the Cuban. It was delicious. They also have another side that Christy got because she did the Cuban as well. Um, and it's a kind of fry and I'm trying to remember what it was because it's not a potato. Um, it's a yuca is what, what it's called. It's a, it's a root vegetable. Hmm. Um, and so we try to watch our carbs have been doing too good lately. Um, but we had been doing, Oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what the, the dang vegetable we've been doing, but it's a lower carb vegetable for fries that we've been doing, and it just isn't quite the same. Uh, we're gonna have to try to find yucca root because this tasted just like a fry. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's and it's the same thing. Like it's kind of lower in carbs, not quite as low as the yeah. other thing. I can't remember. Can't rutabaga. Boom. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but the, these yucca fries are really good. Like I have no complaints about this place. When I saw the prices at first, I was like, this is a little crazy. And then after I got the, the box with the sandwich in it and the thing was three and a half pounds, I was like, all right, maybe it's not so bad. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend them. Also ate at a little diner uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee called the All-American Cafe. Uh, put, I'll put the website over to allamericancafetennessee.com. Um, they're like a you know, little breakfast lunch diner. You know, you get burgers, you get fillies, uh, any kind of breakfast food. Um, so their breakfast, I got uh, I got an omelet. Any omelet you get, if you get the meal, it comes with hash browns, uh, a drink, and a donut from Donut Country. Because they get their donuts through Donut Country, which is a local donut place here in Murfreesboro that's been around forever, uh, as long as I've is been that, alive. Is that the one on uh, 96, right where, by where Fat Mo's was? Yes. Well, okay. Mops will be there. So, yes, it's over by there's well, there's one there that's the main spot, and then they have Mm -hmm. a little satellite location over off Middle Tennessee Boulevard by where Roses used to be. 
They don't make any mm-hmm. donuts there, but they'll make them at their main spot and ship them over there on the other side of town. Is that little shack? Yep. Used right to be uh, Rocho. Used to be Rocho Donuts. Maybe it's right beside Hardee's. It used to be called Tasto, but we call everybody called it Rocho. Those were the right. best, man. But well, yeah, they uh, Donut Country owns them, and they, they, them. they bought that out then. Yeah, and it used to be it was Tasto forever. Um, so as far as All American Cafe, they were really busy when we went, so the wait was a little longer than we thought it was going to be. Um, I got the three meat omelet, uh, and it was really good. Um, and I, I don't remember the prices offhand and they don't have a menu online. Um, I remember the, you know, the, the price being comparable to like a, uh, Waffle House. Um, hash browns were good. Omelet was pretty good. Only knock I have on the omelet, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but too much cheese. There's a mm. ton of cheese on this omelet. Mm. Uh, in the, the donut, I'm not sure how fresh it was. <laughs> they, 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 they may have got their day old donuts. Day old, yeah. But so, but I did see on the menu, and I should have done this that you can ask them to grill the donut. And I feel oh, like that, I feel like it. that would get it new, give it new life too. You yeah. know what I mean? Get a little warmth to it. Yep. Yeah, and, the, and so they also do a donut burger there if you want to do that, or the don- the donuts your uh, yeah. your bun. And I and I love that, especially if I've had you know a few too many drinks. That's the best thing to sober you up. Um, <laughs> But I, I I would try All American Cafe again. Uh, I wasn't as crazy about it as I was Table of Cuba. It was good. I just think if I go back, I'll be like, hey, hold off on a little bit of that cheese because it actually I, I'm a tad lactose intolerant and cheese, but cheese usually doesn't bother me. But there's so much cheese on on this omelet that it started messing with my stomach a little bit. <laughs> I got a question when yeah. you, on that sandwich you got. At the Cuban place. You said it was on Cuban bread. Is that what you said? Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. I know it's, I know. So it's toasted. It's a darker bread, kind of looks like a rye, but it's not, you know how rye, even when you toast, it's real pillowy. It's not real pillowy. It's not quite bad. Does it have the rye seeds in it? No, there's no seeds in it, but you know how rye is kind of darker on top? It's like that. And especially when it's toasted and it's crunchy, but it's not quite like a baguette crunchy. Yeah. But it's still pretty crunchy. Um, I, I love that. Now the Cuban, I was all about. I want to try that hog wild. Um, the yeah. only the only thing with them, like a lot of food trucks, you know, like service a city or their repeat places. Yeah, they're wherever. So you just kind of yeah. gotta hope to find it. The Don't only reason we knew, yeah, um, my mom follows them on Facebook, and okay. she said, "Hey, they're right down the street from you. If you're not doing anything today, go there." <laughs> And we did yeah. absolutely love it. Cool. Uh, the the lady who runs it, it it's it's a family business. the The lady who runs it, it's like a seventy year old Cuban lady. Oh, she's you know making I mean? that authentic stuff. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, no, it's one hundred percent. She used to before they got the truck. Um, mom and, and my stepdad they found them on Facebook Marketplace and they're making Cuban sandwiches out of their house. Wow! And they finally got a food truck, but it's yeah, it's one hundred percent authentic. Is the speaking of food trucks. Uh, I know it's probably before your time. Do you remember that guy, Rod Steele? Yeah. Or, or for Cheatham? He has a food truck. Oh, really? He does barbecue. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, he does. I was wondering. So I guess, you, as long as you've ever had it, so I guess you don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I depending see. on the name, but I, lo- I love food trucks. Um, I know Murfreesboro has a thing on Friday nights over at Old Cannonsburg Village. Just a whole bunch of food trucks will go park there. Uh, mm-hmm. so the fiance and I keep saying we're going to try it and we're going to eventually do that one <laughs> Friday night, but we just, we just always forget, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I love food truck foods, especially like, you know, food truck burgers is what it is, but like 
when you get these food trucks that do a whole bunch of different things. Um, my stepbrother owns a bar in Murfreesboro, and they have a food truck because they don't have room for a kitchen. Uh, so they have. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. They always have a food That's truck. That's probably, I'll tell you something. That is probably the uh, smart thing for him because when you, you know, you go into that food service, that's another step of, it can be a lot of headaches, you know? Well, I mean, he was a cook for many years. So, like, if they had it, I mean, yes, a lot of headaches. Yeah, but still, but, but he can cook. Though, yeah, but getting it going and you had to get more help, you know, it just, yeah. that's no, probably a smart it, thing for him to do like that. Yeah, well, it's super smart. They can just focus on brewing and whatnot. Exactly. And, and running saying, yeah. It. Um, yeah. But so like I, I know on one night they have a food truck that's got a pizza oven built into the back of it so that you get like pizza oven, like brick oven pizza from a food truck. And the one wow. they, they well, but that took some money. To oh, make. I'm sure it did. Yeah. And the one that uh, is most known there is called My Roots. And they're amazing. Um, I haven't had a bad thing from there since. You know, they have island quesadillas. They have, you know avocado sliders uh, they have you know beer battered chicken sandwich everything i've had there's spring rolls like they just and they change up their menu so yeah those are my reviews uh what about what's yours quentin all right last week we talked about i was going to west virginia uh to watch wku baseball so uh we'll go there watch baseball um so first night we got we just got uh and we just got fast food too back to the room the second night was like let's get you know, get something so so I found a place called Fat Patties, the local spot. So I was like, This is the place you sent me the picture of. Yeah. So I told Dana she's like, Well that's Fat Patties place. I said, Well I said let me I saw pulled up the website, put up the menu, she looked at them. She loves uh blue cheese uh cheeseburgers. They had one. She's like, Oh we gotta go there. So she got the uh blue cheese cheeseburger. Uh it comes with chips. Uh, she substituted and got fries with it. Uh, then she got, uh, we got a uh, thing of queso and chips. And then I got the uh, bone-in wings. I didn't really understand how to order them because they go, uh, you have to order them by the pound. I don't know how much a pound of wings is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much is in a pound of wings? So I just ordered, I made a mistake and ordered just one pound. Uh, so anyway, uh, so we got it and we took it back to the room because we were tired so we had double header Saturday. So take it back to the room to eat. Um, I got the barbecue wings. Um, I don't like anything hot. And their barbecue was really hot. Uh, now, the wing itself was cooked perfect. A little crispy on the outside, really tender and juicy on the inside. But the barbecue sauce was a little too hot. Um, she said her sandwich was really good. I just took a couple bites of her hamburger. It was really good. Um, the chips and queso, uh, we think they were homemade because um, they had – they they had their own uh, some kind of seasoning on them. It wasn't like regular just salted a salted tortilla, and uh, it was really good. Um, besides the wings being a little too hot, but that's me. I don't like anything hot. But the actual wing itself was really good. It was a really good place. Um, what well, didn't cost that much? Uh, and I think what was it? Uh, I think a pound was like eight wings came in a pound. I think it was. But they were about they're little bigger than Buffalo Wild Wings. But not as big as like Hooters. So about your average size when yeah. you get a place. Um, but like I said they were the the way. Cause sometimes you'll get them. They're either, they're cooked and they're too crunchy on the outside and it's dried up on the inside a little bit. But they just had enough crisp to them and the inside was really was good and tender. So they were cooked perfect. Um, so uh, it wasn't bad. Like I said, but everything she loved her stuff. Mine. Like I said, I 
it was a little hot for me, but still, it was still good. Um, the uh, so the second place, and I've been wanting to go to a, this place for years. I see people post about it. Bo James swears by this place, and I said I saw I see some other boys talk about it. I know where you're uh, going. Choose your words wisely. People will fight over <laughs> this. I know. There we went to a sheet of. Uh, and we were in Huntington, West Virginia, where we were at. Uh, we went to one right by – it was on the way in between the baseball field and our hotel room. And I was like, oh, got to stop because we, it was – actually, it was one day. I was – it was – that's right. We, we – it was – we stopped there because I had to get gas and was like, well, let's get uh, some drinks and stuff for the – you know, then we'll go pick up the fat patties. So we stopped in there. I saw – I love soft serve. Chocolate soft serve. I love it. I, just, I don't know, I guess because it can't hardly find it nowhere. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, I got to get it. Sheen's broke. All right. Well, I'm more, I'm hot from the from sitting out in the sun all day watching two baseball games. All right. I'm going to get me a Freezy. Whatever. Freezy machine's broke down. Like, what the crap? It's supposed to be like the best place on earth. You know? Because you hear people say Sheets is the best. And you hear people say, was it Wawa? Yep. Is, you know. It's like they, and, you know, and then they, there's they a, 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 thir- a third one's been thrown in here recently is Bucky. I haven't been to a Bucky's yet, but I've heard they're amazing. Yes, Bucky's, uh, Bowling. Well, it's not Bowling. It's actually Smith's Grove. Uh, exit. We're 28. I want to say it's 30 something. Smith's Grove, Kentucky, which is is in Warren County, is getting a Bucky. Where did we stop on the way to Tony Falk Day? We stopped at a a pretty killer gas station. Um. Oh, what was that? Uh, was it wasn't a Speedway? What no. was it? A Thornton's? I don't think maybe. So. Was no, it a Bucky's? Thor- was it a Bucky's? No, it wasn't a Bucky's. No, okay. I don't remember that. I've never been to a Bucky's. I've always wanted to go to one. Yeah, it's like the world's largest is in like Savannah, Georgia. The world's largest like convenience, large one in America convenience store is a Bucky's in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to a Bucky's. I would remember that. Is um, it? I, I, I went to the world's largest truck stop in Iowa. That thing but was see, massive. That thing was like a Walmart. I don't think Bucky's is, is actually considered a truck stop. I think it's it's considered a convenience store. Right. From what I was, that's what I read on I. But who knows? Oh, yeah. uh, what was that place we stopped at? I don't know, but it was pretty killer. I can't remember what it was. It we have them, I think, around here. But it was like a it was a big. It was at that full fledged uh, little. And it, and it was in the middle of the interstate, as opposed to off yeah, the side. that was wild. That, yeah. that was weird, but I remember that that chicken we got. Oh, yeah, so chicken tenders were, were the bomb. Gosh, I've been thinking about the place all night. But let, let's go oh, back anyway, to so, Let's get that. Yeah, so I was I was really, but man, they did have a, a crazy soda fountain gimmick. They have like they have like five or six different Mountain Dews. I mean, they just had they did had to set up on the drinks, man. They probably had a hundred flavors of drink. It's not like the one that. Um, not like the one at uh at the movie theaters uh, and stuff like that. The the well, big red not the, the, the remix. Well, the what's the one they got the they got the thing at Burger King and Firehouse. Yeah, remix. Or, you know, it's a, okay, it's a Coke remix like machine. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that. This is an actual fountain but, drink with just a ton of options. Yeah, just labels, man, all the way across. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. And uh like I said, I've never seen so many Mountain Dews in one place. It was crazy. Uh that was cool. Like I said, but I you know, I'm sure I'm I'm sure they would like to have their soft serve and freezing machine up because it was hot that day, and uh, it's like the hottest day they had so far this year. So I'm sure they would have 
made some enjoyed had making more money that day, you know. So I know it wasn't their fault. So uh, so I was like, and his boat James like, which one'd you go to? And I said, I said the one. Uh, I told him, he said, well, go to the one. He said the one I always go to is by the mall. It was right behind our hotel, and actually our hotel connected to it. You drove down behind it, behind the strip club, and then down the hill, and there was the um, the sheets. So we was leaving. We went we went in there. It's a smaller one, and I was craving soft serve. They didn't, they don't even have a soft serve machine. It's a lot small. It was a really small sheet compared to that other one. Um, but they did have their freezing machines. So I got me a big fat daddy Mountain Dew freezing. But uh, the, the the one by the mall was it was I was shocked. It was really small compared to the other sheets um, over toward the baseball field. It was a real big one. Now the hotel, I'm telling you. You try any food in the not, No food. I, in the I didn't get no food. Aww. Now they had food, but we didn't get any. Because that first time we stopped, uh, we we're going to Fat Patties, you know, and then on the way out, um, we was, we was gonna stop. Uh, we were gonna stop in Lexington to eat because that's only like two hours. You know, we ate lunch at the baseball field, so uh, I was like, let's just wait and get something like when we get to Lexington. So we just got some snacks and drinks at, at the sheets. Yeah, I think you got to do it again. You got to try their food. That's the real big selling point, especially. That's what everybody says. Yeah. Especially their breakfast. Their breakfast is really good. That's all I've ever really had. No, no, I'm sorry. I've had lunch. I've had wings from there. Their ring wings are surprisingly good. Everybody says their food's good there. Yeah. Um. So I I, I stopped at a Sheets twice. A small one on the way to New York. That's where I had the wings. Super good. Um. And then slept in one on the way to Rhode Island. And then went in and got breakfast because we is me, Derek, Neil, and one of the Murphy boys and. We had all took shifts and we're all about to pass out. It's like 5.30 in the morning. So we slept till about 6.30 in their parking lot and then went in and got breakfast. <laughs> and it was killer. It was, it was killer. We got the breakfast and energy, uh, breakfast and coffee. And uh, no, it was awesome. Everybody says their food's good. Uh, I didn't that, know, that was so a big one. Yeah. Uh, we was walking in. Um, actually, the first night, the first one we went to on Saturday, she's like, blue. And it's like... Uh, Five tacos for was like three bucks or something like it was like crazy. She's like, she's like, man, if we didn't order food, I already got those. <laughs> so, you know, we already ordered food at Pat's. Got to get it at Patty's, but um, uh, now did, said, they, uh, did they look like real good tacos or did they look like? And I say say this like I don't eat them like crazy or did, uh, or did they look like Jack in the Box tacos, like deep fried tacos you'd get out of a you know out of? Well, a I don't box. know if they actually actually look like, but the sign looked good. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I don't know what you got. I, you know, I, I say that about uh, Jack in the Box tacos. But anytime I want the Jack in the Box and get my order, and then it's always and two tacos. <laughs> yeah, throw two of them in there. Yeah, but uh, like I said, yeah, everybody says the food's really good. So, but we didn't, um, we didn't do the food. Uh, but okay, getting back to the hotel, Marriott. This is the second time in the last two months I've had a problem with Marriotts. Now, are you you doing Courtyard by Marriott? This was Delta by Marriott, which is supposed to be one of the higher up Marriotts. Okay. Um, when I made the reservation, I wanted something close to the field. This is the closest thing to the field, and uh, I didn't want to get into downtown Huntington. This was out by the mall. The only hotels I had out there was the Marriott Delta, uh, Hampton Inn, and a Comfort Inn. Comfort in that, you know, you know, it flip of the coin on those. You don't, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're, you know, we don't know what you're getting. I looked at Hampton. I stayed at Hampton's a lot. It just looked like an older one. I was like, 
I'm gonna go with this Delta because you know I did I got the Marriott Rewards gimmick, so I was like, I'll just do that. So I made my reservations. I made sure I said I need a handicap accessible because that's something I stayed at the um, uh, Town Suite Marriott Town Suites last month in Cookville, Tennessee. Dude, the toilet I swear was like a the a toilet in a preschool. It was sitting on the floor. It was so it was so low. And uh, sometimes I said, I need, you know, because they can't, you know, they have to have, they got to be up a little bit and they got to have bars. So I was like, so they said, okay, so we'll get the handicap room and all that. So, no, you know, no big deal. We go to check in. We get our room and everything. We uh, we go up to the room. It's a king, king bed. We can't figure out, turn, we turn on the light when you first come in. It turns, the bathroom's right there and turns on the light right there. You go in, we're trying to find the lights. We can't find it. There's no switch. They got three lamps, one on a, on a desk, one on a nightstand, and one over here by this couch. That's all they had. And dude, that's all the lights that's on the light they had. It was so dark in there. So we were going to go to bed. I'm like, where's the nightstand on my side? They only had one nightstand for a king-size bed. I've never, I've been to Red Roof Inn, Motel 8. A king-size bed always has two nightstands on each side. And I was like, this is crazy. I, and look, I was going to bring my CPAP machine. Luckily, I didn't because I wouldn't have a no place to plug it up or set it. And then we kept noticing these little things floating around. And like, it's like little feathers. I was like, where are these coming from? And it was coming from the comforter. Their comforter and sheets built in together. And it was coming out of the – and they were, by we left Sunday morning. Dana set her clothes out because so we had to get up, check out, and then go straight to the field. So she left her clothes out on the chair. Her whole back shirt was just covered. These little white little feathers. It's crazy. And then, oh, then, oh, when we get there, this is a big hotel. It's humongous. Five floors, and it is big. It's got a, a conference center. It's a big Delta hotel, Marriott Delta. They only have two rolling carts for the whole hotel. Hotel was completely booked up with regular people, WKU baseball, and two baseball travel teams. Everybody, they only had two carts. That's like I said, you got rolling carts? We only have two. I said, you only have two. What do you mean, two? She said, we only have two for the whole uh, whole hotel. I was like, this big place? So I'm like, what the crap? Yeah. And so we didn't get it. We had to bring off. So I made one trip. Dana made two more trips back down to get. And it's like, you can't. I mean, this was a big old hotel. That's what I could not understand. You know, I had two cart, luggage carts. So then the website shows a big old breakfast bar, right? Right. So I called down. And I said, "How?" I said, uh, "Well, see when I called when I um when I got the reservation, I said, uh, do y'all have breakfast?'" Yeah, we had breakfast. I said, um, "I said, okay." I said, Cause "Some places uh, they're just doing prepackaged, or they're just doing the regular." She said, "Now we're doing our regular breakfast." I said, "Okay." So I called down there. I said, uh, "What time's your breakfast close?" It closes at nine. I said, "All right." We go down there. So we walk into the dining. It's like a little dining room. I'm looking around. There's one table. Got two people on a table. I'm like. Everything else is empty. I look on the, all, all the counters are empty. Like, where's all the stuff? Because the pictures in the in on the website, you know, it's like a full, you know, uh, breakfast thing, breakfast buffet. I'm like, what the crap? And, and I've been, like I said, a month before we were at Cookville, Tennessee, at the Marriott, uh, and their breakfast was gone. You had to, uh, you went down there. It was a, the bar, the buffet, and the, you just walked up there. They, pl- uh, they had the plate, and they asked you what you want. On each, you know, put on the end of your plate with your table. And, you know, so, uh, well, actually, then we, um, the 
Christmas place in, in Pigeon Forge. Theirs was open, but you had to take it back to your room, but you still got, you know, this place. So you go in there, you sit down, it's like, uh, do y'all need menus? I was like, she's, I said, menus, everything's to order. I was like, well, maybe it's, it's still going to be a buffet, you know, a big spread and all that. They brought us our menu. said steak and eggs, $15. Uh, then it said a breakfast plate was 12 This is one on the breakfast plate. It said choice of meat. You get one. It said it said fresh fruit, choice of one meat, and then uh, either oh was it uh, either a biscuit or a potato. I'm like, what the crap? I'm like, I'm not twelve dollars for just that. And then they had something like eight dollars. It was a yogurt and for it was just like they only had like four things on this whole. I'm like, I looked at that and I said, screw this. So we got up and left. I was like, you can't. You need to put that on the website. You need to take them pictures down. It's no bought breakfast bar there, you know. And they're losing. There's lots of money there they're losing because, like I said, there was only and this was at eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. So it should be that place. Like I said, the hotel was packed out. That place should have been booming, you know. But I guess they're trying to get more money and they're going to lose money because there was nobody down there. Another table, a man and woman, and us, and we didn't. We just got left. So it's like. It is horrible. So, but yeah. I'm like you. I've always been kind of a Marriott guy. Once I got to where I could afford Marriott's. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've always been a Marriott guy when I can get it myself. Uh, I haven't had that experience. The worst experience I've had with Marriott is staying at the one in Memphis and the pillows were the worst pillows ever. Um, this, is worse stacked, this is worse pillows and worse bed. Stacked up three and my head still hit, yeah. hit the bed. That's what, exactly. Because see, I thought that's where the... Uh, the little feathers would come from the pillows, but it wasn't. Yeah, I took my two and one of Dana's, and still it was horrible. And the bed, my back still hadn't recovered. That bed, I used to love a stiff bed, but that bed was horribly stiff, and it was bad. But yeah, I used to be a um, choice hotels guy, you know, comfort in, sleep in, and but I would always do my background. And then I got burnt two years ago at Murfreesboro. We stayed at the uh, Sleep in or Comfort Inn Suites. Oh, it was horrible. The room smelled like somebody had been cooking, um, like um, Thai food in. It oh, it was so strong. No, no, maybe no, dude. <laughs> it might be delicious, but after you stay in the room for a couple, about an hour or two, it gets you. It's it was pungent, dude. Uh, so ask one as as to if we get to get a room switch because it stunk. Animal rooms, and of course, there was a tournament. And there was like three travel ball teams, baseball teams in that one. So they had no rooms. I said, "There's you got to do something about the smell. It, it's just and uh, she's like, I got some air fresh." And the guy behind me goes, "I need one of those too because my room is stinking too." And she goes, well, "This is the only can we got." I looked there. I said, "I'll get done with it. Just follow me down here. I'll spray it. And I'll hand it back to you. And you can take it." So, and after that, I said, "You know what? I'm done with choice hotels." And I said, "I did help uh, did." Hamptons every now and then through the years when I could afford it. Uh, so I'm thinking about, and I, so, but I, you know, uh, we had good luck at uh, the Marriott up in Lexington, Kentucky last year at the uh, Marriott uh, sw- uh, town suites. Had no problem there. Like I said, the one at Cookville was bathroom was horrible. Um, and then this way, it's like I'm thinking about going back to the Hamptons and some Hilton, the Hiltons. So. so if you're in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, don't stay at the Marriott Delta. Do go visit Fat Patties and um, 
to go check out the sheets. <laughs> I, just had, I just had an off day. So, so you've got wrestling and a few and food reviews on this episode. Yeah. Oh, I always got food reviews. <laughs> so, but yeah. And Fat Patty's, just, like I said, it was, uh, it was, wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Like I said, the, their menu, they have a really, it's more, you know, they have a decent menu of stuff, mostly burgers and wings, stuff like that. But yeah, if anybody's listening ever in Huntington, West Virginia, go check out Fat Patty's. It's pretty good. So that's all I got on that one. <laughs> oh, we did. Oh, and we did. Uh, uh, on way back, we stopped in Lakeson, stopped at Burger King, and it was 7.45 their time. We're sitting in the drive-thru, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Nobody ever answered a thing. Pull up, so I pull up to the window, and it says, new hours, uh, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like, who closes a Burger King at 8 p.m.? So we went I could see yeah. a super small town, but Lexington? Yeah, yeah. And it was right there off the, uh, what was that 64? I think it's 64. In between like 60, I think 64 and uh, uh, the um, Cir- New Circle Road, where that, that road is that goes all the way around. The main road that goes to everything, yeah. So it was like like we were like off, you know, out of like you know we were right there, you know. So and they had a sir pizza right beside. And I was like, man, I just had time. I'm gonna go get me some sir pizzas. I love sir pizza, but you know, <laughs> you should you, tell me you like sir pizza. Come on, I haven't had it in years. Man, you're like the you're like the the hub of sir pizza. Don't you got like five or six of them over there in, in uh, Murfreesboro? Two. Now, y'all did it one time. Huh? We did. We did have a lot more. We have two. You only got two now. Yeah. Is that old one? It's got the down there. Yep. Cross street from campus still there. Uh, off Main Street. Yep. Uh, right there. What's the uh, uh, barbecue spot? Is beside. Pig. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still there. Okay, that's that's the one. That one. That, that's you, the one that's the OG sir pizza. I remember going in yeah. there when I was a kid, and they had the. Uh, they had that swing. I don't know about the swing. They had the. The flat Mario, like when you first had Mario, yeah. it was like on tabletop. the flat. Yeah. Yeah, tabletop. They had yeah. tabletop Mario. At one time, there was only two star pieces up there. There was that one, and there was another old one out on 231. Going to, like you're going to the VA. It was way out. It was past the sports com place. It was on the left if you're going that, out of town. That's the two that are still open. The two, so it's the two oldest ones. Yeah. Wow. So all the other ones closed. Dang. That's crazy. I think so they the two did. That's ones. the only ones I I ever passed. So wow, huh? Yeah, I love sir pizza. That's my favorite pizza. I love sir pizza. And there's none up here in Bowling Green. There used to be one in Mount Juliet. I used to go to all the time. I don't know if it's still open or not. Cause I've been to Mount Juliet in forever. Um, yeah, I love sir pizza. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's my favorite. That thin crust and all those toppings. Oh, toppings not, all the way to the end. I'm not a huge <laughs> thin crust guy. Huh? I'm not a huge thin crust guy. Really? Yeah, I mean it's okay. Like I, I like all pizza. You know what I mean? So I, I'd never sit here and say, "Oh, gross or pizza." But when I think so about, what's your favorite? I honestly don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gino's and Pigeon Forge. Gino's is the bomb, dude. Yeah, Gino's and oh, Pigeon man. Forge. We I can only Gino's. get it when I'm in Pigeon Forge, but every time we do, we ordered Gino's, man. It was so good. And you know what? Gino's gets a thumbs up from me. Because every time we go, usually we order, usually every time we go on a trip, we always order pizza. And they deliver the pizza, and you're like, we're in a hotel room. So you're like, what are we going to eat? What do you eat your pizza on? You know? They give you Gino's. plates and napkins. Yes, Gino's put plates and napkins. I was like, they're the best. Yeah. 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 But I figured, but, well, go ahead. 
I, I was saying, yeah, that's probably my favorite. I can't get them a lot, but that's yeah. Um, I like certain pizza. It's not like the thin cracker crust like most places. Yeah, it's not. It's a little thicker, but it's huh? It's not CC. No, no, it ain't like. Yeah, because the thing is, though, it, it it's thin, but it's not too thin because all those toppings they put on it, it wouldn't be a, most uh, like uh, CC's or or Domino's or actually uh, Pizza Hut, any of those uh, thin crust is it would be too thin to hold all the toppings that. Yeah. Um. So it's a thin, it's a thin crust, but not. It's in between a hand toss and a thin, basically what it is. It, it's honestly about the consist, about the thickness of schoolyard pizza. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Basically, yeah, yeah, but Gino's is the bomb, man. Yeah, I love love Gino's. Yeah, yeah, we uh, where we stayed at the, at the Christmas place thing, like one red light down was Gino's. So yeah, we, was, we get Gino's every time we go. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, we how long we've we been going for like two hours. <laughs> I've been wanting to shorten these down, get them down to th- hour thirty, hour twenty, something like that. And I think we went at two hours. I think so well, we got to do a little editing. Well, you got to go Eddie because my big mouth will say stuff I shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, we covered a longer match today, too. And a great match. All that match was. Yeah, if we, you don't like watch, that we match, get to watch death matches next week. Hey, we're just mixing it up, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's what it is. You know, that's, you know, I think, and I got so burnt out on that Memphis 87. I haven't watched any Memphis at all. I can't, I got so burned out. I haven't watched anything Memphis. It just, Oh, that's something. Somebody posted something the other day. Was it? The, it was one of the Dundee Lawler matches from the late seventies, and it was the whole match. And I didn't even watch. It. I was like, I, I just I got so burned out on that Memphis. I can't watch any year right now. So that's why I like this. It, it mixes it up. And like I say, if you if you watch that match we just watched, actually the last two weeks, if you watch those two matches and didn't like them, you cannot call yourself a wrestling fan. You know? Oh, I agree. Because that other one had so it was old school. This one had some stuff, you know, from now uh, you see nowadays in it. You know, those two matches were. If you didn't like those, yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're going to go do. We stay in Japan. We'll go to the death match. I don't know how it's going to go, but we're we'll check it out. All right, you got anything to add? I believe I'm good. All right, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Pluckett and Quinn Cruz. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.